0: Tired of ads barging into your favorite news podcasts? Good news. Ad-free listening is available on Amazon Music for all the music plus top podcasts included with your Prime membership. Stay up to date on everything newsworthy by downloading the Amazon Music app for free or go to amazon.com slash news ad free. That's amazon.com slash news ad free to catch up on the latest episodes without the ads.
1: Head over to Hulu this March where our new shows and movies will keep you streaming all month long.
2: Hello. I was really oh. smiling at everyone to, to try and get the energy up. Is that really the It hello we're going it, go it, <laughs> it didn't work on Abigail. Um, this is Here's a Crazy Story, a podcast from the Evertake where we tell crazy true stories. I'm Robin. I'm Rick. Hi, I'm Abby.
3: We got it right for the first yeah, time did. Oh. this That's season. That's because I shot you a look. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Right. yeah. I can tell you guys, guys are communicating. <laughs> right? Yeah, well,
2: I was doing it. Um, do we have any corrections from last week? No. Nope. Never. No. 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 Because nobody corrected us and i didn't do any further research on any of my things
4: Mm -hmm. um that's how i like to go through life
2: yeah Yeah, i think that's fair i who who obsesses over their past comments
4: yeah Yeah. i know like that that was last week like i was a different person
2: yeah i mean Mm -hmm. yeah ethan used to always find his find out that he did mistakes he'd always come in like next week He was like last week i said this But um, it's because he
4: was always kind of riffing on his notes. That's true. So, mm-hmm. Yeah, so um, he knew there was going to be mistake.
2: Yeah, the things I think the things that he got wrong were always like finer details rather than like yeah. an element of the story, mm-hmm. which I think can be forgiven. Except for that time when do you remember that one when he where he called that guy the wrong name he the entire time? That was good. That's still one of my favourite episodes. Um, so this
3: is part one of a double recording. We should mention as well. So yeah. if you're listening to this in the future from when we're recording it. And then a week after that, it's all happened at once for us.
2: That's that's confusing. Mm -hmm. You said that. (laughs) that that Time Basically, we're recording two episodes in one go. So you'll hear the first half of this recording as one episode today, and next week is the other half, and that's when we'll be very delirious because it's really warm in here. Mm -hmm. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, it's. I I've I've dressed for the occasion, um, because because I feel like it does get really hot in here and today just in a bikini it's massively inappropriate yeah, the yeah. <laughs> naked recording no let's not ever do that um uh well, i don't know I you dress- you've been something. too distracted by the <laughs> thought of yourself being naked <laughs> yeah, <but> <laughs> 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 i just think about how horribly inappropriate <laughs> um, and then i was like to think about what you guys would say and who would be the one to tell me, Robin? I quite that's like not the idea okay.
4: that we'd just carry on recording as, as if, if nothing, nothing happened. Mm. Yeah, I
3: do not want to be naked on this material that we're no, sat on. No, it's itchy, there. isn't yeah. it? Yeah. So itchy. Yeah. Yeah.
2: It, there is a really good podcast called the called the Naked Podcast. Yeah, it's called the Naked Podcast. It's actually a BBC podcast, BBC Radio Sheffield, I think. Mm-hmm. Make it. It's really cool. The interview people and they're naked, and the person they interview is naked. Cool. And you yeah. wouldn't think that would happen in Britain, Would <laughs> it does. Well, if it's a
3: radio show. How do you know the naked? I think that's
2: far more British. They talk about being naked often. I know, but I could talk like about being
3: British naked. I've been I'm naked before. I can, I, can, <laughs> I can do a good job. <laughs> that of, they let lift a boob and let it drop it and let like, slap against the belly no, or something. Do that. I do that, do that
4: do all do the time really. at home. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> <Just> <laughs> um, yeah.
3: Um, Should we yeah. Do you want to do types uh, of stories? Oh
2: yeah. Mine is. Oh sorry. What?
4: What? You said you went as if you're gonna talk and I just so like just made a noise. blazed in there mm-hmm. oh, okay
2: that's fine uh mine is uh sad but mm, <laughs> inspiring I don't wow. know why
4: but because we've been talking about Pax and Rec a lot today that just reminded me of when she was like my uh official statement is that I sad <laughs> 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 yeah um,
3: um both of mine <laughs> have sorry i'm laughing still. so i've got both my stories prepared as i'm sure robin has but
2: oh what two no i'm yeah. joking I would
3: um both of mine have a slight religious undertone oh. entirely by mistake okay one is war related don't one is do, food don't related do,
2: what the other the second we don't care about the second one the second one's the next week to oh, these yeah. people but i'm trying to balance off You're like
3: oh it's sad and then we might not want to do a oh, war so story and a sad story. We want to do a food story and a sad story. I mean, oh. story. both of
2: mine, both of mine are the same mood, exactly oh, the same mood. Shit. <laughs> um, sad but inspiring.
3: Okay, I don't think either uh, of mine are inspiring. So, what? Neither of mine are inspiring. Okay. I'll do as the order I wrote them down, so you yeah. get war, war first.
2: War first.
4: Ooh. Okay.
2: I okay. That's probably war, for so the best, actually. Yeah.
4: yeah.
3: Oh, now first yeah okay. right.
4: I hate war so we're just gonna bash <laughs> I, it up you hate war <laughs>
2: I love war what are you talking about oh, no am joking Bidica. you know when people are like oh I don't like needles and I'm like oh I, oh, I, I love them I
4: actually do love needles it's a problem I think it's because I was scared you actually do love needles yeah not like a we're drunk <laughs> you, lo- you of- yeah, <laughs> oh, right. were but no. like I think it's because I was scared of them as a kid and so now you feel when, real
2: powerful yeah
4: whenever yeah. I get one I get like a thrill I'm like oh that was fine I love it
2: <laughs> that's good yeah I do know what you mean like when I when I like if you ever donate blood, I'm like I feel like such a boss when they're like taking the blood except yeah. for the bit where it's like the machine beeps and it's done mm. and I'm like take it out take <laughs> it out <laughs> i like mm. I don't know why it really freaks me yeah, up until that moment like, I, feel like, I, don't, I, th- I feel like my blood's like backing up in my veins and something bad's gonna happen <laughs> <It's> <laughs> to <me>. yeah um, <laughs> they're in there like back boys <laughs> <laughs> yeah. it's just all the arteries turning into veins and the veins turning into arteries and, and that's oh, how you wow. do
4: no, that is yeah,
3: You're turn about. inside out it's yeah turn inside way.
2: out
4: yeah I don't know why it freaks yeah. like
2: The whole bit I can see the whole bag with my blood in and I'm like, yep, fine. And just that bit where it starts beeping, I'm like,
4: please <laughs> <laughs> Hey, lady, lady, <laughs> help <laughs> So I'm like, <laughs> Zero to a hundred real fast. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Um,
3: well i am not done a title for this story, which is good because oh, you just said unusual. go. Yeah. I, oh we
2: haven't done the title off, have we? Yeah. We just did a mood
4: off, but that's fine. You can give me a title anyway if you'd like.
3: I'm gonna improv my title. Oh yeah. Uh uh mackin the most of a bad situation
4: <laughs> Did you that say Mackin intentionally? Macken, yeah, <laughs> okay. yeah.
3: Um,
2: okay, Shall I do mine? Oh god, I've turned my computer off because I wasn't prepared for this Just one moment Talk amongst yourselves just why I- mm, No <laughs> um, he I looked think. right at me. And he was like, I was like "Come me. on, no. that's not happening." You guys it? are always talking about stuff when I'm not there. Like, yeah, no,
3: you're <laughs> very upset about it quite frequently. Yeah. But what do you I think we're talking don't. about but today? You're
2: talking about Marvel, <laughs> <laughs> and I had to like really resist the urge to be like, "What are you talking about?" Because I knew I, I knew it you doesn't interest yeah. me. But yeah, I was so desperate to be joined yeah. in. You don't understand um, any of it anyway. Uh, my, my the title of my story is Nurture Bar Not the Hero You Will Never Be." All right, well, on. Just I just sounds I like decided a up, down Based on the last episode, just, yeah, you yeah, the that theme went down of well. your. Oh, yeah, right. the, and the next one is... Actually, the next one is exactly the same So the theme title. of yours, are just,
4: <laughs> they're just going to be slandering me. Yeah, <laughs> yeah every time, every okay. time.
3: All right, ahead, well, here's mine, then. So, uh, in... Oh, I didn't write down the year, but I can remember it. Uh, on August the 22nd and 23rd of 1914...
2: <laughs> oh, you really can remember. Yeah
3: which was, as everyone will know, the Great War mm-hmm. before it was World War yeah. One. The sequel hadn't come out yet. Um, that reminds me, sorry, that reminds on. me
2: of a really good Doctor Who joke where the soldier turns up and the, and the ah, doctor's yeah, like, like World War, based, on, yeah, yeah. based on the uniform, I'd say World War I, and the guy's like, World War One." <laughs> <Nah>. <laughs> That's good. Yeah.
3: Sorry, isn't it? Irresponsible of Time Traveller to do that, but yeah, is, yeah. let's not get into that. Yeah. Um, so it was the first major engagement of the British Expeditionary Forces at the Battle of Mons in France. Mm-hmm. Um, so, the British were heavily outnumbered, um, but over the two days inflicted a disproportionate amount of casualties on the Germans, um, but were eventually routed and forced to retreat. Uh, it was considered a key battle, uh, it's like it, key in turning public perspective of what the war was going to be, um, when basically the British Empire realised, oh, fighting the German Empire, or the Austro-Hungarian Empire... I'm a bit yeah. iffy with World War One. Hungarian. Hun- yeah. yeah, yes. Um,
2: I, I knew you knew that. I just, yeah. you just, yeah.
3: Just said Austro hungary Hungary. Enough That's of that.
2: Like, so, you know when you say in Canadian loads and loads of times and then you have to remember it, it's Canada, not mm. Canadia.
3: Canadia, yeah. <laughs> um, so, yeah, they realised that the war was going to be horrible. Um, but after this, after this kind of mm, British, not quite victory, but like in. Impressive resistance And then retreat A story started That's to okay. An impressive retreat yeah. <laughs> um, A story started to mer- uh, emerge That the British forties Had been helped um, By a supernatural entity
4: Oh um, my god I love this in that I love it And I love that you
3: just said British forces Forces I don't know what's going on I think I'm
4: so tired It's already quite hot in here I know
3: um, So yeah there was What appeared to be Angelic apparitions Um, either of um, a choir of angels or cavalry or bowmen the story kind of changed quite a lot Um, and this was backed up by the idea that a christian god would start to intervene in this war um, Mm -hmm. because of various atrocities that had been committed Um, so one was an event called the rape of belgium which i was like fucking hell that's sounds Mm -hmm. dark and i didn't go too far into it because it would be upsetting but basically it was the mistreatment of the belgiums The Belgians. The Belgians. Yeah. I mean it sounds like it, doesn't it? <laughs> <Yeah>. Um <laughs> to be fair. and then there's this thing called the Crucified Soldier, which was an image of a a soldier being crucified to a tree. Ugh. Um Bloody hell. so yeah, basically Christian Britain was getting a bit all head up and being like, No, 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 God must be on our side because look how mm. bad the hun is I don't know if you can still say the hun. Don't know. Don't know. Yeah. I'm gonna I'm not gonna say it just to be on the same <laughs> yeah. side. Um so, yeah, um, kind of this kind of religious fervour that uh, God is on the British side starts to sweep the nation. And these more and more of these stories start to occur in different places. Um, a story appears in Spiritualist magazine in April 1915. Um, reports come in of St. George appearing to help British soldiers. Uh, Joan of Arc, presumably because they're in France. Uh, yeah, I was
2: going to um,
3: say. German corpses are found with arrow wounds on their bodies, um what? and then there are first hand how do they
2: know what's an arrow wound and what's not just like a stab wound i
3: don't uh, i don't know okay sorry I um understand. i suppose in the military they teach you that kind of thing
2: yes yeah, and especially maybe in them days they no, they definitely didn't have mm. you know. Shh, an, an archery <laughs> unit
3: you yourself. <laughs> <laughs> well, they said i'd so it's yeah, not well, and yeah, we people think. were carrying yeah. swords yeah, yeah and swords yeah. um so yeah and there's first-hand accounts from the front front line particularly of that battle at mons of um soldiers retreating and seeing like spectral ca- cavalry mm. uh, and there's an e- evidence from the memoirs of one brigadier general john Chatteris. um so yeah that was like a popular story that went around in world war one um, Wait, do
4: you want to start that sentence again? Because my throat just made a weird. noise. I think noise. we would have got away with
3: that now. Yeah, I, I didn't even notice I it. I heard but it at the end. It felt it very did.
4: loud to me, but maybe that's
2: because it was inside <laughs> <laughs> My stomach rumbled a few times as well. So I we'll didn't be hear fine.
3: Um, so yeah, then in 2001, the Sunday Times, um, it was published in the Sunday Times that somebody had claimed to find uh, film and photographic footage that depicted these events, or at least one of these defe- uh, Events, particularly the Angel of Mons, as it became nice. known, um, that was in a, it was in an abandoned antique shop, and apparently Marilyn Brando wanted to buy it.
2: I mean, you uh, like if you got a bit of money, you might as well see what it is.
3: Yeah, why wouldn't you You'd be like, oh, yeah. proof of angelic forces fighting in World War One? It'd be pretty uh, mind blowing. But um, obviously, none of that ever happened. <laughs> no. Um, and actually what really happened is in 1914 a welsh horror writer called horror, horror yeah writer it's just, uh, yeah it's too tired to stop me every single sorry, time oh, so we've got to do two know. podcasts tonight <laughs> jesus sorry. christ I, I didn't know you said
2: whore writer <laughs> well, or horror you writer Fucking
3: would write anything for yeah, anyone well, yeah, <laughs> yeah. the horish horror writer <laughs> <laughs> the um. slutty spookmaster <laughs> Arthur <laughs> Macken we know what the uh, oh, that's so true um, <laughs> alright we did have to agree <laughs> <laughs> so yeah Arthur Macken he'd um, written a number of factual accounts of the battle at Mons um, and then in September I think it was the 29th of September 1914 um, in a newspaper that I didn't write down um, he wrote a short story called The Bowman, Uh, I think it was in the Times, like the Times used to just fucking post short stories in it, Uh, and he wrote a first-hand account, or false document uh, style, like, Blur Witch short story of an account of a a soldier at Mons claiming to see, like, a choir of heavenly bowmen show up and, and defend the British from the Germans. Um but of course it was like a, f- a fake story. It was just a bit of entertaining the, ghost the, story the, the that the he knew. The times wrote.
2: they knew that when they yes. yeah, yeah yeah. So
3: they knew it. It wasn't labeled as uh, fiction though. It okay. was under the they used to have a section called our short story.
2: Ah uh, okay. Cool. So
3: yeah, yeah. Not but anyway, people started to believe it massively instead write oh, would yeah. write to him asking him to cite his sources and of course he'd have to reply and say there are no sources for it. Yeah, I've made it up. Uh, despite all that, it goes incredibly popular course, and starts to sweep does. the nation. It gets reprinted in bunches of places, um, and then it starts to be reprinted in religious parish magazines. Oh god! In various like reverends and vicars get in touch and me like, oh, you know, this is like proof of God at last. You know, we've been waiting for this. Oh, um, you know, who, which awkward. who was the officer that told you this story? And again, he had to be like, nah, nah, mate. Just I've, making I've it all just up as I went along. Made it up. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, basically, because this massive event in Arthur Macken for the rest of his career um, tries to stop it getting... Tries to debunk his own yeah. story that accidentally made people believe that there was a religious right for us oh. to win World War One. Oh. Um, I feel actually
2: really sorry for him. He, like, he must be filled with regret.
4: Well, yeah, he obviously he's didn't He's dead now, yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, <laughs> he's in heaven filled with regret. Yeah, yeah. heavenly yeah. angel fulfilled. Yeah.
3: Yeah. So, what's kind of weird about it is that... Um, British military realised that... I mean, probably they've already known this, that utilising faith is good for warfare and really good for propaganda. Mm -hmm. Um, And so... uh, I have the name of somebody here. Oh, an investigative journalist by the name of David William Clark um, suggested that the story was co-opted by the British military and that um, officers were told to tell similar stories... Like casually without going to the newspaper, so that these stories would spread um, as like kind of like viral, yeah, viral stories that proof of it because it wouldn't just be like, oh, well, Arthur Macken said it didn't happen, someone would then have like an uncle who said it did happen. Um, So, what's the guy? Did I mention him earlier? John Charteris. Oh, yeah, the guy who um, was John Charteris who's like appeared in his memoirs. Mm. Um, His memoirs were called Inside the GCHQ. Was that the intelligence agency? Yeah. yeah, he must have worked for them later on. Ah. Oh, he just... It was a very bold name. <laughs> yeah. um, he, it like came out later that he was involved in something called the creation of this thing called cadaver vertveltung weltung whats
4: um,
2: that?
3: It should be said as all one word.
2: The whole thing? Yeah, That's cadaver weltung verd- sang it. stalt yeah.
3: Um, which I f- think means... A German corpse factory or ger- German corpse rendering plant, and it Ooh, was a creepy. story that the British made up about the Germans saying that um, the British had stopped the German supply lines and the Germans were collecting their dead and boiling down the bodies to render the fats for the various tools, um, which is just not on. That's not on. No, right, that's is some it?
2: real propaganda, isn't it? Yeah, that's yeah. really bad.
3: So, like that, I think he got called out for that being particularly not nice propaganda. No um and just, but i don't uh, know
2: it's a war isn't it so i don't know So anything goes I yeah guess. um
3: the first hand accounts from the front line were true to an extent some soldiers did report seeing cavalry show up on the field of battle there was no cavalry there but uh, people pointed out that they'd been fighting for two days and were probably exhausted yeah. and not one of them reported them attacking the Germans. Uh, so it's chances are they were either just hallucinating or saw like some, there's some there's some cows here Yeah, yeah, They yeah. might fight the Germans. And uh, the 2001 story in the Sunday Times where someone had claimed to found photographic evidence um was actually a bloke who was just trying to sell a mansion there. Oh. Um know. yeah, it didn't even it didn't even fake them. He just said oh i've got evidence so that people would be interested in buying a mansion he was selling hmm. so yeah there we go and then oh, yeah <laughs> so oh yeah and <laughs> half and later just said oh the story's bullshit anyway i didn't even try i was doing my best work oh. and hated that it became yeah. the thing he was most famous Maybe for just yeah. At that point. yeah that was just him that was that oh, one
2: that's good that it was quick yeah. it's too warm it is for quick. long it's quick mm-hmm. but mine's long so oh, that's, that's actually quite a good thing um But, yeah, I liked that. I reckon you blasted through that in about 10
3: minutes. I think uh, I I know the story too well. Yeah. I wrote a comic about it before, and I just had to go back and get some extra facts. And that comic was only a page. Oh, really? Yeah.
2: Yeah. It's interesting, though. I like it. Say hello to a new era of mental health care. Cerebral is here to help you achieve your mental wellness goals with professional therapy and medication management support. 100% online
0: Stay up to date on everything newsworthy by downloading the Amazon Music app for free or go to amazon.com slash news ad free That's amazon.com slash news ad free to catch up on the latest episodes without the ads
2: Mine is a very different vibe (laughs) Go on You said yours was sad, didn't you? Yeah, it is sad So Ninja Up Apologies in advance to our Indian listener because I do not pronounce any of these people's names correctly.
3: Mm-hmm. Um, this is a bit exciting. What? This will be good. Just, oh, well,
2: yeah. just me having a go at the <laughs> yeah. names. Yeah. yeah. Um, well, it's about Nirja Barnott. But I reckon it's... Nirja.
3: How would you spell it? N-I-J-I-R. Uh,
2: N-double-E-R-J-A. Nirja. Nirja. I think probably... Yeah, I think... Uh, yeah, I think the problem is actually my stupid British tongue can probably not even quite do it even when I even if I thought so I could. So long
3: as you get near you to it. Ah, oh, that's good. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. sorry, Um and bar not.
4: you guys can't see, but I'm staring into the microphone like it's an office, like a, a camera and I'm on the office right now. Oh, yeah. <laughs> mm. That would be actually probably quite useful to have sometimes like video of this mm. with you
2: with all your reactions it's just me. Yeah, just being like oh. Yeah. Um, I think it's Barnot. I it that. Barnot. Uh, B A B H A N O T.
3: But ba- yeah, Barnot. Barnet. Yeah, Barnot. Anyway, Barnot. Uh,
2: so she was born seventh uh, of September, nineteen sixty-two, in Chandigarh, which I, th- I said wrong. Nailed it. I have heard <laughs> it. I have heard it said, so I know how to say it. I just cannot. Chandigar. I cannot make those noises with my mouth unfortunately I think if I did some practice I could but yeah. the problem is by the age of six you've already kind of established a lot of the um sounds Sound you, you gonna can use make. in your language Yeah. and also
3: if, like the more you learn it the more you might accidentally slip into like an in, like a fake That's Indian accent. That's the other accent. thing.
2: That's the other thing. Like a, there's like right people are really pretentious, and B, you sound like you're taking a piss. Yeah,
3: it's all right if you go like oh, bonjour" and you put on a French accent to say a French word. Yeah, because if you take into account French people's different fine, ethnicities, isn't it? Yeah,
2: and also, and also when it's colonialism. Robin hates French people, guys. <laughs> <laughs> but I feel like I feel like there's been the most recent. Well, if you go back through history, the French. Have a invad- invaded I mean. us as yeah. much as yeah. yeah. Whereas I feel like we really went over and dicked over India in a big way. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. and I feel yeah. like now if we if we sound like we're taking the piss out of an Indian accent, then that is inappropriate. Mm-hmm. Um, yes. So anyway, so she was born in 1962 in Chandigarh. Um, her dad is called Harish. Probably, um, he said that. Abigail was doing an, an impression of me then. No, what were you doing? No, Out the corner just, of my eye? Just a, I was kind of... Just to the office. Just shrugged. Oh, okay, I just heard fine. so
4: many names and I'm not going to retain any of them. Just <laughs> tell me the story. All you need to remember is
2: Nerja. That's all you Neutron. need to uh, remember. Okay. Um, so her, her dad said when she was born, the mater- he was so pleased and the maternity ward matron mm-hmm. rang him up um, to say that he'd been blessed with a baby girl. And he says, I was very happy to hear this and gave her a double thanks which I don't know if that's a specific thing in India. Maybe it is. Does um, that just
4: mean you said thank you twice because it sounds dirty? Maybe. I give her the <laughs> old double the phone, thanks. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs>
3: um,
2: so yeah, um, quote. She thought I had got her wrong, and so she repeated, "It's a daughter." End quote. Uh, which, yeah, oh, bad times. Yeah. but anyway, he he. The, the the point is, he was like, oh, he's happy for a girl. Sorry, yeah, I, to yeah. Have yeah. A girl. Yeah. yeah. Um, and have. Uh, her family members lovingly called her Lardo, which I again I think means something. Right. Yeah, yeah.
3: nice and <laughs> Hindi. Yeah, yeah it probably it doesn't does. mean like they lovingly called uh, yeah, her Lardo. I
4: mean, she was she's it's, a, it's
3: Hindi for a fatso. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. Well,
2: she's, she uh, at the age of eighteen she became a model. So even if they were calling her that. Um, Maybe yeah, yeah, It was like yeah. a, you know, it was like one of those you know nicknames where it's like the the opposite of what the person is. Yeah. Yeah. So as India's
3: fattest but. model, she did very well. <laughs> yeah.
2: No, she was very thin and beautiful. No. Um, so she moved to yeah. So she moved to Mumbai as a child. And was that me? <laughs>
3: no, that was me. Oh, I, I whistled <laughs> out the side of my mouth. By, it, it, it was <laughs> I was I like,
4: heard that, I heard that noise, and somebody looked it looked around for around here you somewhere, it, somewhere. And he looked at, at me, in throat> throat> in shock and I was like, Wait, did I do it without realising? <laughs>
3: well i was looking around to see if anyone noticed i'd, I'd done it
2: <laughs> i did hear the noise but i didn't think too it much of like it I just moved squeaky out. mouth fart <laughs> anyway yeah um so she yeah so when she was 18 she was approached by a photographer outside her college um and did like a modeling assignment and then became a model after that she was five foot nine mm-hmm. which is good work nature um how tall D- just for
3: explanation, Robin thinks she's five foot nine, and she isn't. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah,
2: five foot three. But sometimes I, I feel like I'm. I feel taller than I am. Yeah. Sometimes I think it's because we all sit down all the time in the office. That <laughs> I don't feel like I'm. You sure. got the highest. Yeah. I mean, we're Robin sits on a bar stool <laughs> at the <laughs> table. Still, generally yeah.
4: higher than in it in it the feels yeah. Yeah.
2: yeah, but I, I think that's why. Like, like I don't know. Especially people who slump a lot. I feel mm. like I'm taller Alright, call me out. <laughs> you old... Ethan is a, is a slumper yeah. as well. Mm. I'm so I feel like, like I'm taller than Ethan, but I'm death. definitely not taller than Ethan. You're He's taller in your heart. Yeah. Than yeah. Me. Um, but Jada is the tallest. How tall are you, Jada? I'm not sure how
3: it... 7'6". <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I, I don't know what it is in feet and inches.
2: Uh, what is it in one, centimetres? One,
4: 180. Like. Whoa, 180.
2: Yeah. I'm
3: yep.
4: 162 and I'm 5'3". So, yeah. No, that that's okay.
3: tall. Yeah, I don't you really don't know how down. tall. I am You might
4: even be taller than Ninja. It's weird to me that people know how tall they are. Like, when do you ever need to know that information? I don't know. I, I used to once, through, you get, once you get to a
3: certain height, you stop. Couldn't, like, you, you can go on roller coasters now. Yeah. yeah. It's only then when you, yeah. if you keep going up, and then yeah. like, oh certain doors become problems. And then you're problems. too big for
2: the roller yeah. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> They're
4: like, no, no, sir, not you. No. <laughs> uh, BFG walks. I've had actually. friends who've
3: not been able to get the like the safety harnesses down because they're so tall. Yeah, it does become a problem. I problem is
4: are, um, <laughs> the ones that go over your head mm-hmm. because when they sometimes when they go upside down i'm yes, like hanging shoulders. in just by my knees one oh. time i was literally just like hanging i in by was like it like Water valley because
2: i went to like Water valley so. and i honestly could have it was a ride that spun around and went upside down so not a roller coaster but one you know where you Kind of sitting yeah. in it And the thing just
4: goes upside
2: down I so, think it was the same one Was it? Yeah And I, honestly I, Me and my friend both came off the ride afterwards And we were like We could have both fallen out of yeah. there if, we'd want, if we hadn't have held on And held dead. ourselves into it We could have done it, yeah. Have you seen
3: yeah. the, the video of um, You know those balls that are like On two wires And they just like They're stuck by a big magnet And they turn the magnet off And it fires up No Yes like, Have you seen Well that, yeah that's the thing um. It's like a little caged ball And you sit in it And then there's these two poles Either side of it With a like you on a cords. string oh yeah, okay, yeah and fire up have you seen the video of that like little chubby kid with his his mum in it and like she's laughing at it off and he's genuinely like slipping out of the harness oh, going yeah, to die it's that. i mean it's very funny seeing a person convinced <laughs> yeah. they're going to die next to his mother who's just having the time of her life <laughs> and obviously he survived but yeah. he cries a lot uh,
2: i saw i saw a video recently on reddit of um a girl just like vomiting up a lot of vomit on one of those rides, mm. and like her boyfriend at first we're really laughing when he doesn't realize she's about to vomit, and then she just vomits like uh, and like me loads. Mm. What is it? Are
4: they like the tango ones, the ones that just like lift you up and then drop you? Yeah, oh, I hate them Like the human body was not meant to. Withstand I, it's not that. for me that I'll like, go I'll
2: upside down fine, but I I don't I cannot stand the weight at the top of those things when you don't know when uh, you're gonna drop
4: on. Make sure you like
2: screaming just because when, um, when I was a
4: kid, I really loved them, and then I just got like really like my stomach got really sensitive like now Uh, i get travel sick being in a car mm, for about mm. 30 seconds so being on one of those like i would absolutely i would throw up my intestines
2: Uh, oh oh dear (laughs) (laughs) that sounds like a way of dying uh anyway so back back to ninja oh yes uh so when she was 22 she um her family like arranged for her to get married through a guy like through an ad Uh, with a guy in the United Arab Emirates Um, so she went there the guy was fucking horrible like an absolute prick Uh, like mentally and physically abused her like said that she couldn't do anything around the house like couldn't do any cleaning or couldn't do any cooking I mean like she was fine like a a good normal person Mm -hmm. Um, and he said she's not allowed to model anymore Um, so she went to Mumbai but like back home for her last modelling gig um, and she told her family about this the dude and then her dad was like you're not going back there which mm-hmm. is really uh, good because yeah. actually yeah like in some at, at that time in some places he would have been like sorry this is just the That's deal. the deal it's made <laughs> yeah um so after that she was obviously like really like shaken up um she but she was like fuck it so she applied for a flight attendant job with Pan Am um which was like a, a time when like well, they were called air hostesses mm-hmm. and they were like hand picked, and it was like a for really prestigious job yeah. huh?
3: for their beauty. Yeah. yeah, yeah, like
2: beauty and obviously like good customer service mm-hmm. ability. Um, but
3: probably beauty first. I, I mean, it was definitely yeah. a
2: factor. Like, you, yeah. they, you yeah. they wouldn't have chosen you if you were ugly.
3: Charm is the best way. Yeah, yeah. that's more Charm, polite way. Yeah. Yeah. Uh,
2: but they were like more than 10,000 applications for just 80 places. Move and ninja got one of the places um so she um became she actually became a per a purser uh, which is like the captain uh, of the flight attendants oh right. yeah, okay so like the flight attendant boss <laughs> is you um were struggling to say per- so no, no. No. person and the first time i was you're tired per- Second is the captain not the
3: captain of the flight attendants
2: yeah. i mean the captain's is the captain of everything But this is like, why are you doing this, (laughs) 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 wrong? You know (laughs) know what I mean. You know what I fucking mean. Um, So she was um, nearly twenty-four. Like it was like the day before her twenty-fourth birthday. God, I thought she was older. I
4: know, right? She's lived a life already, hasn't she? Bloody hell! hell. I'm tired suddenly. Yeah.
2: Um, She left home for the last time um, to do her cabin crew duty on this on this flight, Pan Am flight 73 uh which was September the 5th 1986 so you might you might have heard some of the story before you might not have done but anyway so she was like the person in charge of the cabin crew on flight 73 uh it was it was supposed to be going from Mumbai to the US via Mm. two places I think um uh but what happened was they got to, yeah, it's supposed to be Mumbai to New York via Karachi and Frankfurt, which seems like quite a lot of flying to me. It seems like, I mean, it's not the long way around or anything, but it just seems quite an intense mm-hmm. situation. Anyway, I guess that's maybe how they did flights in those days. And maybe that still happens now. I don't know. There's the a thing fly, about so.
3: like long distant flights stop a lot mm. because... Other places need to get to that same, and it's easier for one plane to stop in multiple places than it is for multiple planes all to go from different places. Yeah, yeah. I guess yeah.
2: that's it. Yeah. Um. So it. What happened though was it got to Karachi Airport in Pakistan and was hijacked by four armed men. So they came on dressed shit. as like, huh? Shit. Yeah. Sure. Yeah. So they they like approached a plane dressed as like airport staff mm-hmm. but they had guns and stuff so everyone was like what's this all about Um they like boarded the plane uh, the, so the, pla- the plane had 380 passengers and 13 crew members on it the the plan for, for the terrorists was they wanted to get to Cyprus where some uh, Palestinian prisoners were being held mm-hmm. and, and get them freed I don't really know what the, the plan probably was it didn't seem like they'd really planned Not it thought well. to that through no because uh, what happened was um when they boarded the plane um i well, different reports say different things, so I think a lot of this story in advance of this story, a lot of it I think has been attributed to Niger, mm-hmm. and I think probably some of it was like a team effort yeah um but anyway, so somebody some reports say Niger, some reports say other people um alerted the 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 pilots. Um, They had like a special hijack code um, that they used. Um, And uh, so this was, as the plane was on the tarmac before it took off, um, there were three cockpit crew. So pilot, co-pilot and flight engineer in Mm. in the plane. Um, They had like a hatch in the top of the plane and they just like left. Um, They were like, some people criticized them afterwards. For just leaving, but that was the standard procedure. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because you can't fly the plane. Yeah. yeah, yeah, exactly. No one can fly the plane if the pilots have run away. Um. So, but then what happened? Obviously, is Neerja became the the most senior mm-hmm. person on the plane. Um. So she took charge of the situation. So the terrorists were demanding the pilots come back. So there was a guy outside on the tarmac, a guy called Viraf daroga who used, Who was the um, director of the airport? Mm-hmm. Who used a megaphone to try and like communicate with them? Um, the the one the biggest issue is he was just like give them the pilots or you know like at least you know make some effort to give them pilots mm-hmm. so that they don't harm anyone. Um, the problem was that the airport was in Pakistan, the airline was American, and the pilots were American. And they were like, the airline was like, "No way, are you having those people mm-hmm. for this," um, which you obviously can understand, but obviously it put him in a really difficult position. Um, so yeah, so he was trying to negotiate with them. He was like, he was like, "Give me, give me some time, and I'll, I'll get them back for you." Um, so meanwhile, like on board the plane, there was a guy called Rajesh Kumar who was a 29-year-old American passenger. Um, In the film that I watched, that's based on the story, but I don't think is fully every moment of it is true. Mm -hmm. Um, they're like, um, he's he's saying like to the terrorist, like, what are you doing? What are you doing? And and then they try and like grab him, and he's like, I'm an American. I'm American. To be like, don't hurt me.
4: Ah, never I've actually seen it. no I've not seen it but I've seen that scene I think. Ah yeah maybe yeah. Mm. And, and who, he, who
3: plays Rajesh Kumar?
4: No idea. I oh, I don't know he's an Indian no. actor. It's an
2: Indian film. Oh, it's, right, a, okay. it's a really really good film. Um it's subtitles a lot mm-hmm. of it. Um so I do recommend watching it even if it's like it's heavily based on the story using the same people's names most of the time mm-hmm. but not uh, like I say a lot of the actions because it was chaos, I think building the story, they've taken other people's actions and given it to Niger mm-hmm. But either way, anyway, I'll tell the story. Um, so uh, that was my stomach just rumbling. I thought it was my nice yeah. stomach. Was it? Yeah. Oh, it could be everyone. We all we are very hungry, as already. we established, yeah. um, So what happened was, so this guy, this American, they, um, they made him... So they had the doors open so that the... So they could negotiate with the people on the ground. Um they like basically after an hour when there was no pilots, they shot him and like threw him out of the plane. Yeah. (sighs) So like everyone then a bit on the plane was like, Oh shit, these guys mean business, like they're not Mm -hmm. messing around. Um what then they well then what they did was they so um heard them talking and they were saying, We need to find the Americans and we can kill the Americans. Mm -hmm. Um and uh they said to Niger, you get the crew, like the cabin crew together collect everyone's passports um, so we can see how many Americans are on board or they maybe didn't say it quite like that, but mm-hmm. that's she knew that's what they wanted. Um, she so she goes around to the other attendants and she's like, right, we've got to collect the passports and then she was like, get rid of any of the American passports mm-hmm. um, So they there were 43 Americans on board. Um, when they took American passports, they threw them, like, under the seat or, mm-hmm. like, hid them in their clothes or, like, you know, put them somewhere. Um, put them down a rubbish chute um, so that, like, when the terrorists were going through it, they were like, where are all the Americans? Mm-hmm. And they are like, you, you did something. She's like, no, I didn't. I didn't do it. What are you talking about? I didn't do anything. But she did. <laughs> mm-hmm.
0: um,
2: so she was, like, tr- obviously trying to pr- protect the Americans. There's a guy, a British guy on, on the plane called Mike Thexton um, who... Later described her actions as extremely brave, selfless, and clever. And it is clever. I, I wouldn't. Have it's quite of that. clever, yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, so, h- having failed to find an American, they were like, "Oh, let's go for someone British." So it was this guy, Paul Mike Thexton. So they made him sit on the floor, um, and every all the passengers had their hands above his head, mm-hmm. uh, ab- above their head. Um, he had to sit on the floor, and they kept like threatening him, and they kept saying they were going to kill him. Um, uh, they got really annoyed obviously after that stunt where you know they couldn't be sure that they'd done any, you know that they that they'd got rid of the american passports but mm-hmm. they were, they were annoyed so nadia make sure that everyone gets fed um and like tries to a bit negotiate with them to like make sure everything's okay for the passengers so they get they get a chance to go to the toilet and stuff mm-hmm. like that um, so after 17 hours um the power runs out on the plane um, and it oh, and like yeah. the auxiliary power comes on. So it's really, really dark in there. I think there's like a little bit of a like a blue light, but mm-hmm. you can barely see anything. Um the terrorists freak out because they think something's happened. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um and they know that they know they're not gonna get their own way. Like they just yeah. you know they're not getting what they want. And they just start like randomly firing into the plane. Jesus. Um and setting off grenades as well. Um so NIJA opened the emergency exits and got loads of passengers to safety mm-hmm. um and and that's like all people kind of know about what happened um what what was really like impressive was um uh, the cabin crew that all got out so they opened some of the doors mm-hmm. and there's supposed to be a slide that comes out but yeah. if you open mm-hmm. the door manually it doesn't doesn't, doesn't pop around. out it was it was dark like it was the middle of the night it's pitch black outside so they couldn't see where what was going on so some of them were just like some of the cabin cabin crew were like jumping out onto the wing and then onto the ground which is which was like a really significant drop so i think some of them broke limbs and stuff like that um but obviously you're not going to throw a kid out there first you're you're going to test it yourself but one of them did have a slide and a lot of people got out that way um but what happened is when the shooting stopped some of the cabin crew went back in to the plane whoa um to look for survivors uh which is Pretty incredible, considering yeah. probably yeah. you know they're probably still in there. So they found Nija, um, who'd been shot, and I think there's different versions of the story. Like some people say she'd been shot multiple times. Some mm-hmm. some people say she was shot in the hip. Um, someone said that they saw her being shot at point blank range with a gun to the head, mm-hmm. which doesn't make sense with the rest of the story because she was alive when they found her, and then she was taken to hospital and she died in yeah. hospital. Um. And, there's, and the film's really good because there are a lot of, annoyingly, there are a lot of bits in the film that I thought were really clever mm-hmm. that were attributed to her that I don't know, I couldn't find evidence for whether they even happened, first of all, mm-hmm. and then whether she did it. But there was like one bit where she, when she's giving out, oh, what's she giving out? She's giving out snacks to people. She gets one of those, um, you know, those cards that they have in the back of the thing, yeah. down the back of the seat.
3: The safety. Mm-hmm.
2: Yeah, and it's the, one of them says about how to open the, emergency door Mm -hmm. and she like gets one and she hides it underneath the tray that she's given out and then she goes to a guy that's sat near near the door like um memorize this and -hmm. then when i give the signal open the door um and she does like other tricks and like there's there's a guy who's like a radio engineer like on the plane and and they're going who's a radio you know the terrorist like who's a radio engineer who's a radio engineer um, and she goes like she shakes her head at the guy like mm-hmm. to not uh, not to say it was him so some of that i think is maybe dramatized but the whole you know her bravery and like the story is impressive enough so uh in total 22 people were killed and about 150 people were injured um and for her bravery um she got uh, something called the Ashoka Chakra Award, which is Ooh. India's highest gallantry award for bravery during peacetime. Um, she was, she is the youngest recipient and was mm-hmm. the first woman to win it. She got something called the tamga e Pakistan. Uh, for sharing incredible human kindness. She got the Flight Safety Foundation Heroism Award from the US, and a couple of other US-based awards, like Special Courage Award. Mm-hmm. Um, and she got a British award as well. Um, and they India made a stamp with her face on it oh. as well.
3: Mm.
2: Um, yeah, so it's a nice film,
3: thing to do it to have done for isn't it.
2: Yeah. Yes. And it's just like the film's really good. I really recommend it. Like it is it, it's an Indian film, so I feel like it's if you're never used to watching anything with subtitles or anything from a different country, you might find it a bit like I don't know. No, you find it fine. Mm-hmm. It's fine. It's um Sonam Kapoor who's quite a famous, like, Indian actress and mm-hmm. she's very good in it. I think she got shortlisted for something or nominated for something. So um yeah. So that's it. That is the story. Which I I told quite in a long way, but I didn't think it was quite. I thought it was quite yeah, short was, as yeah. well. Yeah, I did. I talked. To, I went through really quick. Cause I, the thing is, a lot of the bits on the plane were really clever and really imple- impressive in the film. But I just I didn't want to say those bits in case. Yeah. There was no evidence shot. for yeah, them. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. But um, yeah. But it was, and and also the, all the cabin. You know, there were quite a few cabin crew there. They all. W- were really brave and really impressive, Yeah. and a lot of the things they did, they did like together. So mm. while she was particular, she was the only one who was honoured for bravery, mm. um, because of th- I, yeah. Because
3: do you think you'd be brave in a situation like that, or do you think you'd just keep your head down and try I and don't get know. by? I think probably like I'm not gonna be like the real bravery is just you know is keeping your mouth shut. Yeah. But I think probably your chances of surviving. Yeah. Are a lot higher if you don't do anything like. Sure, yeah, you can take out true, the yeah. guards, but then, or, you know, take out the hostage takers, but what if they just turn around and not just kill you, but kill everyone because of... Yeah, you know.
2: yeah, yeah. Mm. Yeah, it's, it is it is really difficult because she, like, she did some crafty tricks that, mm-hmm. you know, pissed them off and could have easily got her killed. Like, they killed a guy straight away. Like, you know, she, they're not messing around. Um, I think, I don't know, I do think in that situation you sort of, I think you'd sort of, like, it'd be like fight or flight, I think. And you'd sort of lose all perspective anyway. So I think you could be more likely to just be like,
3: ah! I think you'd probably just, like, try and just immediately be like, ah, as long as I can protect, like, the people I know. Yeah. That, you know, that selfish element would come out. But basically, if everyone was doing that and no one was like, I think we should... I think we should cracky chop them.
2: Yeah, because the through. thing is, although they had they got guns, you know, there were like hundreds of people on the fly, and four guys. Like, if if you were prepared to sacrifice your life, then you could, like, you know, you could take those yeah. people on and yeah.
3: But you know, if you but, don't want to die, yeah, well, that's it. It's like, have a it's not this, a, it? it's
2: not human nature, is it? To yeah. like, if you
3: you know, if you've got a faith, yourself. or if you're a Hindu and you're like, oh, if I kill myself to save others. At used to come back at something a bit in a higher station yeah if just an atheist you're like well if I die that's that it, it I'm, I'm but done but then
2: on the other hand that's it it's just like when, well yeah it's like oh it's born. not bad yeah. yeah and it's nothing is
3: it it's but like... before I was born the world was without me and it would be cruel to that's put it in that true. state that again that's really, <laughs> a
2: really good point um, <laughs> if
3: anything I'd be morally wrong to die yeah <laughs> see this is me coming out now <laughs> yeah, like you a... should kill yourself yeah, to save but me
2: yeah I mean there's <laughs> like the, obviously like She saved some children In the film mm-hmm. Um And When she opens the wh- When she opens the door And said She could jump out first And she's like No you guys Go 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 Like mm. down the slide Go 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 Um And I don't know I don't know whether At that point you just be like Oh I'm just I just want off This fucking plane mm. I'll just go It's And then But she isn't
3: No That's she's good just,
2: Yeah So there you go Um Yeah Cool Ninja Good for her Barnard mm-hmm yeah there you go uh any corrections not a one not a single one yeah. i felt like we said something at the start of maybe yours that was
3: um
2: i don't know
4: <laughs> <laughs> it's a sound effect of me checking yeah. my notes rick's a foley artist now
3: yeah. um, i feel like there was on account of what yeah. it was
4: yeah what was that thing? And I felt oh. like it looked like you were looking to check,
2: and then
3: maybe I will remember it for the next episode. Uh, the yeah. only
4: thing you mentioned was the um, GCHQ, but then you did immediately uh. say it was the was um craft, oh. oh, Right. Yeah. Fire yeah. intelligence agency for government cool. and armed yeah. forces. So. oh well, that's,
2: that's good. good. Yeah. yeah. Oh well, time for thank yous. Yeah. Then mm. I guess quite it feels like we've done a really quick episode. I don't. I I I don't so long. There was as as a lot feels. of preamble at the beginning, though. Yeah, and I did interrupt yours quite a bit even though it was a short one mm. so mm. yeah all right. okay um thank you to producer jada who mm-hmm. is taking over the social media as well as doing all the recording um so yeah mm-hmm. thanks and, and editing Sorry. she's the editing as well yeah. Yeah. Should, should you welcome um followers on social media at here's a crazy story on instagram or at the overtake on everything else um subscribe to the patreon please just a couple of quid here and there makes a difference patreon.com forward slash the <laughs> there yeah. we go um
3: oh thank you Penfield to
2: frankie boyle is- oh, oh yeah, yeah. He's Scottish a-
3: comedian frankie boyle has bought yeah. us a mic so we can have guests on the show <laughs>
2: yeah well maybe we should invite him in as a special guest he's not gonna yeah, come all the way No, but if he he's in leeds again. ever like yeah sometimes he does tour but not very often to be mm-hmm. fair uh, well, On like <laughs> his day off, no, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. For fr- we come down, Frankie, and do it for free in the in the booth. Um,
4: uh, <laughs> come sweat in mm. the booth with us. <laughs> yeah, yeah uh, that's a
3: crazy. I think that's a crazy story. Yeah. We said, oh, we need another yeah. microphone, and Frankie, Frankie, Frankie Boyle like <laughs> bought as <this> well. <one. laughs> yeah. it's pretty crazy. He is a
2: good lad. He is he a really good lad. Yeah. yeah. I think he. I think people who don't know him or know or watch much of his comedy think he's like deliberately. Shocking in a problematic mm. way, and he's not at mm. all. No, um, he's good, good dude.
3: And uh thank you to is it John, David,
2: I don't know you Oh yeah, well he had not paused it yet, so I I want to. Well, wait you're yeah, <laughs> Wait, wait. Let me see what. Anyway, we, so people. See I'm just going to check my. So people
3: games. are being nice and bought us more equipment for the show because yes. we're poor.
2: Oh no, I haven't replied yet. I have sent him yeah David Allison I've sent him a link to another mic that, that we could do with uh, in the field mm-hmm. um, reportage if, if you got 20 quid actually we could do an accessory pack and some and one of those furry things that goes over a sock I think they're called um, Robin but, doesn't have any socks <laughs> yeah <laughs> everything's got holes in um, so DM me on Twitter Sl- at Robin Vinter if you've got 20 DMs. quid yeah honestly yeah. like that would help loads we just don't have any spare cash at, at all at the moment mm-hmm. um and it'd be good to be able to record things without <laughs> so um yeah uh, just stop making that noise <laughs> <laughs> very good uh, um thank you for listening yeah yeah, yeah. bye podcast bye. over peace out <laughs> <laughs>